This weekly podcast inspires you to step outside of your comfort zone. My name is Zakir Muhammad, and I'm your host of the Living Legacy Podcast. I am a cancer survivor, grand cultivator strategist, author, and world traveler. This Living Legacy Podcast features women of purpose sharing stories of resilience. They are single and married. They are artists and entrepreneurs who run businesses and juggle parenthood. If you are ready to hear interviews about professionalism, entrepreneurship, travel, life, and love, you are in the right place. They will share stories of how they overcame adversity while seeing life through a different lens. Let's get into it. So today's episode is a little different from our normal episode. Today, we are doing what I'm calling a bonus episode. So our last episode was with Tabitha Liver, my friend, and we decided to kind of do a part two but we wanted to try something different with technology. Now, technology wasn't fully in our favors, so you're only going to get bits and pieces of it, but it's full of gems that can help you to manage your self-care while preserving your relationship, both um, sexual and non-sexual relationship, um, and to manage conflict. So we share a few tips on strategies and tips you can use and things you can do to kind of make sure that you're maturely and um, I would say emotionally maturely um, managing conflict to your best ability during this time. So as always, please be sure to share this episode if you love this episode. Leave us a comment on any one of the Living Legacy Podcast social media pages. We are at Living Legacy Podcast on Facebook, at Living Legacy Podcast on Instagram, or you can of course find me, Zakira. Muhammad on Instagram or on Facebook to let me know what you think. And Tabitha, uh, she will also share where you can find her online. And we hope you gain a lot of insight and we hope that this episode uh, is short, uh, maybe chopped up a little bit, but also impactful for you. Thank you for listening. I guess I'll officially introduce myself now. <laughs> for those who are just tuning in, my name is Akira. I am a brand cultivating strategist a professional photographer and author, as well as a cancer survivor. And um, I love people. Today, I'm going to be sharing my part of what I know about love languages and Enneagram and the importance of valuing relationships, especially woman relationships, right? Because that's the most undervalued thing. Yeah. That, you know, but I mean, not only women, but of course men, you know, we just have to be able to maturely handle conflict in relationships because they're bound to come up they're bound yeah. to come up yeah 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 i love when women approach relationships from the standpoint of sisterhood because really and truly it, it's not at all competition it's really just the sisterhood and helping each other out along the way you know um and so what zakira and i are doing you know, we're also trying to demonstrate this um, sisterhood as a part of preserving relationships. So this is also interwoven into what we're going to talk about today, you know, um, supporting each other and rooting for each other. This is something that we do. I and am Tabitha and I am a conflict manager. What I do is I give leaders actionable strategies to resolve and manage conflict and restore relationships and align talents, align their talents. So 
think of a conflict manager like a fireman. You never want a fire, but when there is one, you're very, very glad that a fireman is around. And so that's what I do. I help people out fires when there are conflict hotspots and things that need to change and there's need for a change management process. I help people with that process. I, I just give them strategies that they can use in the situations that they're in so that they can get conflict resolved, get it managed. And you are the perfect person for that. I mean, not only is it just because we're friends, we're good friends, we literally know each other from uh, a course called 1K One Day. Yeah. And we happen to live right around the corner from each other. Yeah. Also, I mean, uh, also because of the vibe that we just have. Now is a great time to talk about what mental health is, what mental wellness is, because I feel like that's what people need to understand first. What would you define is the best definition of mental wellness? Well, the best one that I found for mental wellness was from AmericanMentalWellness.org. And I just want to make a distinction to our friends listening and watching that I am not a mental health professional. However, I am a very strong supporter of mental health and mental wellness. And so you'll hear me talk about mental wellness more than mental health for the duration of our podcast today. And the definition that I like comes from the resource AmericanMentalWellness.org. And they use the definition that they got from the World Health Organization. Mental wellness is defined by the World Health Organization as a state of well-being in which the individual realizes his or her own abilities, can cope with the normal stresses of life, can work productively and fruitfully, and is able to make a contribution to his or her own community. I love that definition because it speaks to the knowledge that stress is normal. There are normal stresses in life and mental wellness finds us in a state where our well-being allows us to cope with those normal stresses. And so that's where Zakir and I are going to talk today about coping, coping with those normal stresses in life. Yes. And so for me, I think I'm going to talk about what I know, know most about. Um, I mean, I love astrology, but also I've been learning about um, something called Enneagram. Um, and I learned to find out this, the number is one through eight. And each number is a different personality type. But each personality type is very specific as far as how you handle life on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. So I did a, few, a little bit of test. So there is a website that will definitely include um, comment section and also note that uh you can find out your own enneagram but Tabitha do you know what yours is before I tell I you mine do. I what do know is? what mine is I am a type nine I'm a really enneagram type nine yes I discovered okay. enneagram maybe about a year or two ago the website to find out your own enneagram type is enneagraminstitute.com I am an enneagram type two with a wing of type six so now, Tabitha will go into the top five conflict styles. You can learn what yours is by going to takethetki.com. 
TKI stands for Thomas Kilman Instrument. What is conflict? According to Hawker and Wilmot in 1998, conflict is a struggle between people or entities over incompatible goals, values, status, power, or scarce resources. The five conflict styles are directing, avoiding, harmonizing, compromising, and cooperating. And we also have a conflict style when we're in a state of storm, when things are a little stormy. And so answering those questions tells you what your conflict style is when you're in calm and what it is when you're in calm. And that education helps you to tweak how you react to conflict and your behavior so that you can enter into a situation, show up as your best self, and come out of it with a resolution. So the first conflict style that the Institute talks about is directing. And that is something that's very easy to recognize. That conflict style is something that you hear a lot from parents. You hear it in workplaces. Um, and it sounds like this. Let's do it my way. Or let's just get the job done and then we'll figure out the other stuff later. Or it could sound like this. Look, right now we, we need to meet this goal. We're going to worry about the relationship part later. But let's just meet this goal. It's a very pressing. And the directing conflict um, style doesn't, very, doesn't focus on relationship very much. Very, very low on, on relationship focus, very high on the agenda. So those would be your people who want to get the job done, want to stick to the agenda, want to move through from point to point. And it's very, very good in cases where there's a crisis. Think about an accident. You want someone with a directing conflict style managing things there. Because that person is going to direct you, let's go here, let's do this, and bring order very quickly to a crisis situation. But then if there's a meeting and you're trying to build relationships, the directing person might struggle a little bit in that area. So that's your directing conflict style. Another one is avoiding. And that's also easy to recognize. And this is what it sounds like. Look, let's just forget about this, okay? We can, we can do this another time. Let's forget about this. Or the, the, the avoider would say, conflict? What conflict? There, there's no conflict here. Um, we, we can just deal with the situation and, and get it done. No conflict here. And we understand what's happening with COVID-19. And please tell me you're that way. I'm expressing what my preference is. And then I'm cooperating with Zahira. I'm asking her what her preference is. And then we're going to see where we're going. And if we explain, if each of us explains in that conversation what we want, and we keep talking, it's easier to work out a way for both of us to come out with what we wanted. Because let's say we were talking about going somewhere at the end of June. And one of us was a little worried about what's happening what the COVID um, coronavirus path look like. We don't know if it's safest yet. If I'm directing, I would just say, oh, Zakir, well, look, we're just gonna go because we need to speak at that conference. We need to get this done. If I'm avoiding, I would say, 
I was like, yeah, let's talk about this another time. And then I could just wait and watch the rates because I don't want to enter into a discussion with you and have this conversation back and forth. It wears me out. I just want to run away from it. Yeah? If I'm harmonizing, I would ask you what you want to do, what you think about going at the end of June, and I would agree with you. So here I'm flexible. Whatever you want to do. June? End of June? Yeah. End of July? Sure. Let's do that too, you know? And going in, compromising, if we're talking about it, and I say, Sakira, what about us going somewhere at the end of June? We're going to that speaker conference we talked about. And you say, Tabitha, I'm not so sure about that. I want to wait until September. The compromising Tabitha would say, all right, Sakira, let's make a deal. Could we go in August instead? Without exploring why you asked, why September was good for you, and without sharing with you why the end of June is also good for me. See? But cooperating would find us both talking about this, what your preference is, what mine is, and then we would each explain why it's important, and who knows what comes out of that. An agreement that takes care of all of our needs and priorities. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Silence to Shame is on a mission to empower and educate communities on mental health and wellness. To learn more about the organization, visit their website, silencetoshame.com. Subscribe to the Silence to Shame podcast available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Also, check out and subscribe to Silence to Shame TV on YouTube to see past community conversations, webinars, and more. To show your support, please consider donating by texting Silence to 707070 or at com. I love all those tips, really. And I was literally just thinking about um, how I've experienced or been one, like one of five or all of five at one yes. point. So, yes. You know, we all, we all are like that. We all have, you know, adjusted differently. So there's definitely ways of avoiding such a silent treatment. There's definitely ways of... Um, you know, negotiate or making deals, there's definitely ways of um, my way or the highway, you know, yes. it's also very, very, very common. Yes. So, you know, and I think that's, that's what, um, that's what mostly causes, I think we briefly talked about this in our, in our part one, in the podcast episode, um, yes. number 46 of that's only what causes divorce, causes divorce, causes yes. separation of friendships. Yeah, post friendship, you know, it's just some some one kind of conflict wasn't being addressed in a way because this is also going back to know your love language, know your anagram. Because if it's not addressed in the way that you are as you know you are personality wise, it can cause a conflict. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. And that's why we, we tie it to self care. Has nothing to do with you and everything to do with the person who's saying. So I would say Go and take care of yourself by talking with a professional who can give you tools, reinforcement, and just help you to get through a period of time. And now, Tabitha closes the session with a few more tips on how to manage mental wellness as well as ways that you can resolve conflict. Just like you, the third thing that helps me secure is support from my inner circle of friends. Because 
friendships are very affirming and very nurturing to me. My Enneagram type really does like to get the affirmation from friends, from people who I trust. And learning and understanding that there's not everything that is going to be resolved. Life is made of conflict. Life is made up of conflict. And as long as we're blessed to be alive, we are going to meet it. And when we have tried and we, we see conflicts that we can't resolve, think about how we preserve relationships and ask ourselves, we can ask ourselves things like, how much does the relationship matter to us? It can help us to either let it go or level up and work on the conflict. Are we physically or mentally able to do the work on the conflict? If not, get some support from your doctor, from a therapist, from your spiritual leaders. Get some support in the areas that you're not able to handle so that you can show up physically and mentally able to do the work on the relationship. Are you able to take a neutral view? If not, then you might want help from someone who manages conflict or resolves conflict. You might need help from a neutral person, a mediator, a conflict manager to help you work your way through that and give you tools. Ask yourself, is there trust? Is there trust between you and that person? Do you trust them? Do they trust you? Is it mutual? Is it one-sided? Ask yourself that and understanding where the trust lies can help you also in how you approach the conflict and the tools that you select to use to work on the conflict. No? So managing it, taking care of our best selves. Once we take care of our best selves and we can show up physically and mentally able to manage conflict, then yes, let's resolve it. And if it can't be resolved, let's manage it so we can thrive in our lives. These are great. These are great. I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm in a, in a girl talk session with you. I'm like, I'm having so many aha moments. These are great. So I think we're, we're coming down to the end of it. And I want to continue to give just a few more tips and places where people can go uh, for more tips on ways they can utilize self-care, ways they can manage their mental wellness, mental health. Like, like Tabitha also said, if you can't afford it, if, um, if that worked out for your situation, you can use that. Uh, yeah. Talkspace is what I love. Talkspace.com is what I love. But there's also a uh, more affordable therapy source called BetterHelp.com. Um, actually, Tabitha, you kind of told me about that. And I started looking at the differences. And, and it's pretty good. You know, it's, just sim- it's similar in, in the ways of having it on any device that you need, having a video on call therapist when you need it. And those are great. Um, I also want to mention uh just finding inspirational quotes now i actually have a book i have a book it's called seeing life through a different lens and like i mentioned earlier um i am a cancer survivor so the book itself is a conversation also between myself and my mom sharing our different perspectives on how it was growing up with the childhood cancer called retinoblastoma and so in there there's probably so many gems uh, in there about um living life more positively that's why i call it seeing life through a different lens see life more positively it's a twist though because i am a photographer first 
show, I already kind of see people in a more positive light. But then it's like taking that twist into my writing. And so there's so many quotes to take away from that. If you just need a short read, it's, it's currently on Amazon as a Kindle, audiobook, and a paperback. So if you just need a short read filled with um, information or because sometimes the easiest thing also to manage your mental wellness in difficult times is to think about others because there's always someone who has a situation worse than you. There's always someone who has it worse than you. you are not stuck at home, you get to stay at home, you get to be with your family, you get to be healthy, choose to eat healthy or, or not, uh, choose to, um, <laughs> you know, just kind of be safe and stay warm, right? So just find, uh, you can use my book as a source to find some inspirational quotes. Of course, um, also, if you follow me on Instagram or anywhere on social media, at Illuminous One, um, which is the Arabic meaning of my middle name i am doing more to kind of give and be and inspire this um during this time so i maybe uh, there'll be a quote that you know really speaks to you as well on my social media Mm -hmm. so what about you one of my favorite quotes centers around conflict management Mm -hmm. conflict resolution and it's one that i actually wrote myself we are not powerless in the face of conflict. With the appropriate tools and the knowledge of how, when, where, and why to use them, we can engage in constructive conflict processes to resolve issues, restoring and enhancing relationships. And I think I like it. I sat one time and I thought, what would give people hope? Because conflict management is not necessarily something that people gravitate towards unless there's an issue that they need to take care of. And when they come to me to work with me to take care of those issues, I want to present them with something that gives them hope. And so I sat down and I thought, what would give them hope? And the words, you're not powerless, came to be. And that's how I started. We are not powerless in the face of conflict. And that's the way I like to approach it so that people understand there's a way to do this. And with help, I can get it done. You know, I do have a gift for our listeners. If you go to my website, marshallduke.com, that's marshall with two L's, duke.com, right at the top of the homepage, you can hit that green button and download an ebook with a conflict resolution tip for every day of the month. And if you like my Facebook page, Marshall Do Consulting, I'm actually going to be going on live a little bit more and going through those and just talking with people and telling them how to use them. So if you grab the book and you hit the like button on the Facebook page, we can go on that journey together. Definitely get that. I, I got it. And it's literally... 30 to 31 tips that you can use. Of course, pick and choose. You know, it's, yeah. it's almost like you can, I feel like maybe I'm just jumping ahead of the game, Tabitha, but I feel like you can make this, you know, individual, like, flashcards or, or something, you know, so people can really pick it out when they're in conflict and really use it because it has a lot of great tips in there. So I love yeah. it. Um, I definitely look forward to seeing more of it. And where else um, can we find you on social? You can find me on Instagram 
at marshall.duke.consulting and on LinkedIn as Tabitha Library. I am also on LinkedIn. Um, I need to be on there a bit more, but you can find me <laughs> at Zakir <laughs> Mohammed. Um, but I am also, you know, like I said, I, try, I strive to be more inspiring, inspiring you to step outside of your comfort zone, inspire you to see life more positively uh, at Illuminous One on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This has been great. Yeah, I think this, is, this has been absolutely great. Definitely yeah. be sure to leave your love for us. Leave, um, tell us what you love the most about um, this session. And we look forward to reading your comments. We look forward to uh, seeing you on social media. And we hope that we help you to manage conflict a bit better. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Zakira. I'm looking forward to seeing everyone in the comments. I'm going to answer as many questions as I can. I hope you enjoy the rest of the day and have a wonderful week ahead. And we really hope that we were able to provoke your thoughts, inspire you, help you to figure out something about yourself a little better. And we hope that you can come back to our website. I'm going to post the resources. I know Zakira is going to post them also. And you can stay with us on the journey to taking care of ourselves, being better, showing up better, and living our best life. This is uh, the Living Legacy podcast, and you can listen to it over and over and over. You can share it to as many people as you think need it. Uh, please do. We want to continue to impact um, others. And yes. thank you. Thank you so much, Zakira. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to the Living Legacy podcast. Be sure to subscribe, follow, and download so you don't miss the next episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit ZakiraNayar.com. That's Z-A-A-K-I-R-A-H-N-A-Y-Y-A-R.com. Do you have any suggestions on a topic you want to be talked about? Send me an email or leave them in a review. If you love this episode, be sure to share it with your friends.